0: UK Film Review Festival is back.
1: Join us for an incredible selection of feature and short films. Review the ones you see and do it all from the comfort of your own house. November twelfth to thirteenth. Festival passes are on sale now at ukfilmreview.co.uk. Hello and welcome to this very special episode of the UK Film Review Podcast. This year, we are running our third film festival, uh, the UK Film Review Festival, and takes place in November. And this year, we have been very fortunate enough to team up with Medi Cinema, um, who do fabulous work, which I won't spoil now because I have someone on from Medi Cinema who are going to go into it. Um, and we thought it'd be a great idea to just get someone on from their team who can actually really tell us about it better than anyone on the UK Film Review team could. Um, so with me is the COO of MediCinema, Paul Jiggle. Paul, how are you?
2: Yeah, good, thanks Chris. Thanks very much for, for having me on. As I said, oh. I'm a little bit nervous, uh, first time on a podcast, but yeah, so happy to be here and, and thanks so much for having us as the the charity partner for the film festival. It's oh. really exciting
1: our pleasure i should mention i i didn't tell paul that we only do audio recording so i think he got himself all dressed up for the <laughs> for the episode <laughs> so um yeah i you know i, I hope you're there suited and booted <laughs> slick of, hair.
2: of course of course always always
1: yeah. <laughs> um so paul i mean before we get into the medicine, um tell us a bit about you and, and your backstory um who are you oh
2: yeah yeah, uh, oh who am I? Oh, that's, how, how long have we got? No, <laughs> I, I think, uh, I mean, I suppose it'd start with, I've always been a massive lover of film and cinema, like ever since I was, re- ever since I was a young child, like from memories of watching ETA as a five-year-old on like my granny's carpet with all my cousins round about me, things like that. And then like my, as a teenager, I worked at my local cinema, various um, things. So, Basically, Medi Cinema is my is my dream job. Uh, I can't imagine being luckier and having a better job. And I started at Medi Cinema, actually volunteering um, at St Thomas's Hospital, oh, probably about twelve years ago now. And I did that every Tuesday night or most Tuesday nights for about six and a half years. And then a, a job came up with the charity when they were growing, and I. I took the leap and yeah, I love it. I've been here about six years now and sort of worked my way up and I, yeah, I love everything we do. Uh, Yeah.
1: So that is now the perfect time. Thank you for doing that. Actually. You've, you've given me the perfect path to say for those who don't know what is Medi Cinema and why is it important?
2: Yeah. I mean, I suppose in a, in a nutshell, we, our whole mission, it's all about, it's all about improving patients sort of, um, Physical, mental, and emotional health and well-being, uh, and also about enriching the quality of life for for people who who are who are in hospital. So, and we do that by building cinemas inside hospitals for patients and their family members, friends, uh, so they can all have have some escapism from what they're going through, uh, and also just experience some nor- normality. And I think it's probably it goes without saying that like, th- there are. If you have to be in hospital, there's, there is there is the reason you're in hospital, the, the health reason that you're in hospital. But on top of going through whatever that uh, situation is, there are just sort of a whole host of other difficulties associated with it uh, and just challenges. So you're sort of, you're taken away from your normal life, uh, normal support structures, normal activities. You're sort of, a, a patient once described it to me as she, she, says, she says, you don't feel like you anymore. Uh, she was a massive film fan who used to go every week and she was just like and because of her health condition she couldn't go and she just said I'm not me but coming into hospital and then being able to go back to the cinema and the safety of the Medi cinema, uh sort of brought her back to herself and gave her back a sort of feeling of choice and control and I think uh, I, I personally know how much I love cinema and how much Going to the cinema can sort of change my headspace, and that that feeling of when you leave a cinema and your head's in a bubble, and you're sort of walking down the street thinking about what you've just seen and processing what you've just seen, uh, and that's sort of what we want to to deliver to to patients in hospitals.
1: So, are these pop up cinemas, or are they permanent structures which you you create?
2: It, so, great question. Uh, it's one that people always think. So they are they're they're permanent structures. Wow. Um, so they are. Uh, we've currently got um we're in five hospitals where we've got five open cinemas at the moment in hospitals across the country and uh, one about to be relocated and we really want to build more as well uh so they're they're permanent um so and they're built to be like uh you're any any great multiplex or or boutique cinema that you would go to the only difference is uh we have room for hospital beds and extra room for wheelchairs um and we've got two nurses at every screening as well looking after the patients so it's it's one of the really joyful things about it as well seeing patients faces when they come in <laughs> so they they think they're gonna to go to a day room and you're gonna pull down a screen and mm. they're gonna someone's gonna put in a DVD but they are <laughs> yeah. getting to watch yeah that and it's like but they're getting to watch uh whatever they would be watching uh, if they weren't in hospital. And sometimes we get previews, so they get to see the films earlier as well. And
1: um... Yeah, that was going to be my my sort of uh, next uh, lead with the, um, the films that you guys are getting. Because, like say, if someone says, oh, we're going to put a cinema in a hospital, the impression would be, oh, yep, someone's got, a you know, some terrible projector, it's going to be, you know, Shrek. <laughs> it's going to be Shrek or something that they're going to put on on repeat. But that isn't the case with you guys, is it? You've got some incredible alliances, I believe.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you're right, that is always people's sort of first impression of it. And they think, oh, you're going to be doing sort of safe films or older films. But actually, it's it's one of the most important things in the service. And it's one of the most surprising things for. Uh, For for people when they come in, that just because they're in hospital, like a teenager can get to see the latest Marvel film at the same time as their friends who aren't Mm. in hospital, and they're not missing out. And sort of that social currency is is so important. I mean, we actually just really recently looked at the last three years, and and like out of the uh, taking last year, out of the top thirty UK box office films, we showed twenty six of them. And the four that we didn't show were all horrors. <laughs> so it just was like we we couldn't do what we do without like the kindness of the film industry because they they donate the films um, to us for free and and we get them on release. Like last night we were showing The Women King. Um, it's it's just phenomenal and I think it's the it's one of the lovely things that how the film industry comes together to support us. Um, but but not just like the big studios. Um, there's smaller studios, but also that sort of the 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 wider film community, like all the film fans across the country, because I think anyone who loves cinema instantly gets what we do.
1: Oh, absolutely! I, one of the reasons that I tied UK Film Review to Medici- Medi Cinema this year was because of um, an experience that I'd had, and I, I spoke to one of your colleagues, Mabs, about this, about mm. um, being in. My, well, my my father had been in for a long time. Unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. But he'd been in, awesome. um, and, it, and it's absolutely fine. Uh, he's been with the NHS for a long time, and he had been in in and out. And it is such a tough time for everyone, obviously you know, the patients, but also the um, the families. And many of the hours I used to spend at his bedside, watching the little pull out screen that comes out, and I think you have to pay like five quid or something to put something on it or, or whatever. And it was just yeah, we all gathered round and it was just what we could sort of make of it, I guess. Um, because one of the things about when someone's in hospital was that you, you can't escape that feeling. You can't escape the feeling of being in hospital. That you know, It feels difficult. And cinema is a way of trying to sort of uh, you know, antidote that and go, look, actually, it's pure escapism. It's exactly what you want but also it's not something where you're going okay guys you know we need you to interact and we're going to have like a music time and everyone's going to shake maracas and all this sort of stuff whereas with with cinema often you kind of do want to maybe just be and just be there and a shared experience is also really powerful like going into a cinema with other people who are in a very similar or if not at least um, they're in an isolated position that they can share that together and the power of that um, to me, it was just something incredible. I, I thought, this should be everywhere. It should be an option. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, there's going to come all the other questions of, okay, well, you know, should they do that or should they make room for more surgery? Should they make room for more patients? You know, what do you say to those people, you know, if they're saying, you know, why are you dedicating space to a cinema when you could put more beds in?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think on a on a very practical level, um, the 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 spaces the spaces themselves they they these are bespoke spaces that are also used for other things so obviously hospitals have to have have to have meeting rooms they have to have spaces for training so these are spaces that hospitals have to have anyway but we we take them over and we kit them out like the full cinema but when they're not being used as the cinema say in the evenings or weekends and stuff the the hospital can use Uh, can use them themselves for for other events and meetings because space is a premium in hospitals and it's Mm -hmm. really important so these are not spaces that would be used for 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 clinical clinical work anyway they're 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 sort of spaces that hospitals do need for the the other work Uh, but I think it's it's so everything you said there just is just so true and just chimes exactly with why we're doing what we do. And I think it's that universality. So you could have someone who wants to come along and they want to chat to all the volunteers. They want to chat to the people next to them. They want to see a big bombastic action film and have a laugh and go back to the words or watch a musical and be singing a song. But there is someone else who could go and watch that same movie or choose to watch a different movie who actually just need that escape and just need that quiet time and just need those few hours um, in that sort of sanctuary where they can escape everything that's going on in the world or they can escape everything that's going on in their general life and and sort of get that breathing space. And I think when talking about the physical space itself, it's really interesting, one of the cinema managers, Nick's, she always says how it's not just a physical space, but it's actually a mental space that people can go to. And I think that's that's so true. Um, we we had a mum in a mom in Glasgow, and she was uh, she had a, a child who was long term ill, uh, and she just kept on saying how you lose all normality and just like how difficult it is to be watching your child go through uh, go through sort of what they're going through, have pain, and and basically sort of have their life almost curtailed, um, and then. And she was saying, on one hand, it was just so wonderful for her to be able to watch him uh, sort of growing confidence, and and he literally the first time she saw him transitioning from a wheelchair into a cinema seat was in the was was in the Medi Cinema, and she said it was because it allowed him that sort of safe space to try out new skills without people watching, and also somewhere where there wasn't pressure, um, and but. Talking about the effect on families, she she said it wasn't just the effect on, on her son. She was like, she would sometimes come on her own um, in the evenings if he had uh, gone to bed. And she literally said that... Um, Going to going to sort of sit in the dark and watch the movie is sometimes was, was her survival. Mm-hmm. And she said uh, how as a parent you basically you have to be smiling and energetic and try and support your your child to get through everything they're going through but, but there are some days when the, sort of the mask the mask sort of fails and she said and it's or, or the mask it's, it's more difficult to sort of to sort of keep that, that outlook. Uh, and she, the word she used to me when I spoke to her, she says it was, it was about the difference about, she says it's the difference between being able to cope and not being able to cope. And I think unless you've been in a hospital or had a loved one in hospital and been through that, it's sometimes, it's sometimes, uh, difficult to understand just how challenging it can be and, and how that escapism and, and how that breathing space, how important it can be and how beneficial it can be.
0: Bombus big comfort for everyone. Go to com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
1: I, I That's such an amazing story because I think that all the varying stories that you're going to get in a hospital are so powerful. There's so much emotion involved in them. Um, and it reminded me of um, when I had our, we had our... Um, second child last year and she was in for a week because there had been some complications and things and I remember because we also have a younger daughter an older daughter so we I was at home during the evenings but I go there during the day and I remember someone saying to me oh oh that must be easy you just kind of just sat there because obviously it's a newborn and I thought do you know what? it's weird sitting in a on the side of a hospital bed is one of the most exhausting things I don't it's a strange feeling because obviously in our lives we walk around we do lots and we do lots of things but I think when you're in a hospital setting and you're sat there next to a loved one it's so exhausting because you're just so worried about them and obviously all those all that adrenaline all that um care that you're sort of pumping out and I think you know having somewhere to just recharge recharge and go mm-hmm. like for, for the yeah. people that are visiting I think that's an you know, incredible um benefit to the to the medicine I've, I, that's really interesting
2: and and I think you're 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 just so right. It, it's that it's that sort of feel like the for the for the the, the patient themselves, but all, also for for all the family members, be it a parent, a son, anything you are, it's all those sort of fears and emotions and anxiety just sort of going round and round your head. Do you know, like it's in a washing machine or something, mm-hmm. or and also round your stomach as well. That you are just the energy that that takes out of you. It's yeah, it's it's really, really tough. I must say, um, if I'd have
1: been there and there'd been a medicine of mine, I probably would have been pushing them to say, look, guys, can you just pop on all of the Lord of the Rings extended <laughs> versions? I'll just have a little kip at the back. Yeah, <laughs> just Let me know when it's over. Do, do you get people that do you get like sleepers? Do you get people coming in and just falling asleep? Because I do that in films anyway, you know.
2: Yeah, sometimes especially, <laughs> I mean I I'm especially sometimes when people come in their bed come in their bed. I mean obviously coming in your bed is it's oh yeah. It's so unusual as well. People are like oh, what? You sometimes when you're on the wards, so you say to people and invite them to the cinema that that night and they they're like oh I can I can't get out of my bed and we're like oh we can bring you in your bed and they just look at you as if like what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh but yeah, it's it's obviously when you're when you're in a, a comfortable cinema and it's warm, and the lights go down, and you're in a bed. Yes, yeah, sometimes it's difficult to stay awake, but but really, that is just about. That's just showing how relaxed that person is and how comfortable they are there. So we don't mind. I think we that... m- we might give them a nudge if they snore.
1: <laughs> I was going to say that, that'd, that'd be me. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, Chris, Chris, get out. Um, <laughs> you mentioned slightly earlier about the uh, maybe you didn't show the horror films. Are there are there genres of films that you? Will avoid or or do you have a kind of um, idea of what you're going to play to certain types of patients? Does that happen?
2: Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's we really show all kinds of films and like we've got we've got screenings from children for families, adolescents, adults, um, special screenings for patients living with dementia. And honestly, we try and have as much variety as possible because we really want we are we're there for everyone. And I think that's one of the things about it's another one of the things I love that we we really are we're here for anyone, be they two years old or a hundred and two. It's like that people in hospital is the whole spectrum of society. Therefore, in Medi Cinema, we help the whole spectrum of society. Uh, but I think horror. If if we the only thing we do, we obviously have to be sensitive about uh, about the hospital environment and the audience. So we yeah we don't we don't show horrors uh, and we and we don't we try and avoid anything that's uh, overtly medical, um, mm. but th- really that's it. Apart from that, we really do just have to trust people, and we really don't patronize people because it's quite easy for people to think, "I oh, will just get some. Someone's in hospital, so you'll you won't show them this. You will, and you're like, well, just because someone's in hospital, they're still capable of making their own decisions. And it's all about for us, it's about putting the not patronizing the audience and and putting the control. In uh, the patient's hands and the family members' hands, so they can just give give them the information, and they can make their own informed decisions about what they want to do. And that in itself is really powerful. But I think we had um one of our other cinema managers Simon. The example he always gives for this, which I love to bits, he said uh, there was a a woman um called Rita. She was in her nineties, and she came down uh to see. One of the Fast and the Furies films. I it might have been eight. I think it was. I think I think it was probably Fast and the Furies, eight. And and he always describes how she was in her bed at the. The nurses in the ward were like, she's no, no, no she's not going to want to watch that. But he asked her, and she did want to come. And he said she was in her bed, so like sort of, you know the rails at the side of the bed? So she was gripping onto those with sort of excitement while watching the film and sort of racing along during the chase scenes. And I think. Anytime I ever begin to sort of prejudge what all I should do, I always think of Rita and just think you can never prejudge what people are going to like and what they're going to enjoy and what they're going to respond to, uh, and I think it's I mean it's it's like you and all your listeners, isn't it? We all it's that we all know the power of film, you know? What I mean about how yeah and what that's, it can do.
1: I think that's incredible. The also the the expectation of trying to wrap people up um, and keep them safe in a hospital whereas actually the medicinema option at least gives them a, a, a way to live a little bit more vicariously you know exist as we said earlier about escaping but also into something that may feel slightly more energetic adventurous because it could be that they're in there for a while and they're in there for a long time and being able to watch... I mean, Fast and the Furious is is maybe a little bit high-octane for most people's lifestyles. But yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'd love to be uh, Vin Diesel and and do that. And I think that um, also with the cinema, and not many people do this these, these days because of prices and because of accessibility and things, but going to the cinema and just trying something new is all part of life like it's such a great experience Mm -hmm. and you know obviously you guys have this uh, availability for people to go and kind of go hey maybe I will give that a try because yeah what they haven't really got much to lose and you know it's obviously they can maybe check it out make sure it's the sort of right um uh themes and things but like you say you know if you're gonna at least keep it um in line with something that they would should enjoy or at least is appropriate then it's great that they can maybe go and try something new, try something different whilst they're there. And, and like you say, if they're maybe a child in their teens and they've just been able to catch the latest film, they can WhatsApp their friends and stay in touch and keep up to date. Whereas they may feel more isolated if they couldn't chat about those things.
2: Yeah, that 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 is that's 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 so true, uh, and that. It is one thing we we actually get. To, it's one of the the joys as well that that's because we're free. So that sort of equity of access for everyone is is really important. So there's there's no barriers to people come. We're fully accessible and we're free. So anyone can come, and that you do get that surprise. You get people who think I might not normally have seen that or I've not heard of that, but they give it a go because they think, well, it's I'm going to be. Stuck on the ward or I'm going to give it a go. And you, when you see the change in them, when you see the joy, and I mean, I love, go, I love watching a film that I know nothing about. It's like that sort of anticipation and 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 opening yourself up to new experiences. Sometimes instead of just always going, well, I like this type of film, or I like X, Y, Z. I, that sort of opening your 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 sort of uh, barriers, or and just seeing something new is so is so valuable. Um, that sort of and the film sort of giving that window onto other worlds and and sort of creating empathy and and being able to see other perspectives it just it, it does it does so many different things
1: so i mean paul thank you so much for obviously giving us the um the stories i think they they really help it really helps to personalize the um, the experience and to know what this Uh, does for people i think that's great um what are the ways in which you know our listeners and anyone else out there what are the ways in which they can help many cinema yeah
2: i mean i think the 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 main thing i mean it's at, at the moment sort of with the the tale of covid with the sort of cost of living crisis at the moment. Not going to lie, it's a it's a tough fundraising environment. I mean, we we don't receive any government funding. We don't receive any any chess funding. It's all just um, from from fundraising. And and it's amazing. We're always so grateful for anyone who who fundraises for us or or donates to us. Um, and I think we've got we've got uh, people with uh, people running the marathon for us last weekend. We've got. Um we've got a group of people running the royal parks half marathon this Sunday, including one of our nurses Georgie hey, Georgie um yeah, so it is a tough fundraising environment so but also we we recognize the cost of living crisis, so actually we are we are we are small and we want to grow, so actually spreading the word about us uh and 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 like you having us on this podcast is. To, to to have a platform to to be able to speak to to film lovers and cinema lovers is so valuable to us um, because that your listeners are like minded people to um, to ourselves, I imagine, and I think uh, that that alone is valuable because you never know. Um, it's always the the ripple effect of the more people know about us and they tell other people. Um, it has a real sort of a real sort of strengthening and ripple effect but if anyone did want to if anyone did want to donate or do a challenge event for us honestly just just get in touch and there's um it's only it only costs 12 pound 60 to send uh, sort of one patient to Medi cinema um so yeah
1: that's really good to know that there's actually a few ways right so they could fundraise as you're saying and and i mean they could donate directly but then yeah awareness too because it was only when um, your colleague Mabs got in touch with me that I, I knew about you guys. I know that you are... Um, I, but then I spoke to my colleague Brian, who I do the podcast with, and he had heard of you. Um, you've got some quite famous patrons, people like Simon Pegg and stuff like that. So, yeah, people certainly would have heard of you. But had this come my way, especially whilst I was you know in hospital with either you know, when I had my children or when my father was in there, it would have been... I would have been absolutely promoting it even if it wasn't in the hospital that my dad was in i would have been thinking do you know what yes let's just shout about it because it should be it should be everywhere so i think also our listeners and um our critics that write for us and our filmmakers that submit uh, for reviews could really get creative right with doing the fundraising because they can do film related fundraising for many cinema so i'd love to hear some um great ideas out There from the listeners and people that you know what they could do. Um, if you do want to support Medicinema, we'll we'll be um directing people during the festival and and from now anyway, but you can go to medicinema.org.uk or just search them. They come up first when you search their name, and you'll go to their website and you'll see lots and lots of information. There's some really great stories on there um, about you know um how they've helped patients, and also to yeah, you can find out more about what your money does what it means and what you know how it um can benefit all these people that are in a position that we need to help you know we need to to do more for them so i think that has been such a, a brilliant thing for us to be able to get behind this year and i'd just like to say a big thank you to medicinema to paul and to everyone else uh, from uh, the charity for reaching out and for working with us and you know giving us your time today paul and you're know, being available um it's been such an honor to to chat to you guys
2: no absolutely likewise Com- coming right back at you chris honestly we're we're so proud to partner with you and and, and i think um yeah just i i think pe- people who who understand the power of cinema um yeah I I, yeah we're just so grateful we're just so grateful for everything and yeah and and it's been it's been a joy talking to you so thank you so much
1: my pleasure well thank you all for listening to this special episode of the UK Film Review podcast I hope to see you next time take care